0: But if unfortunately you come from the other side of the world where your father took the wrong decisions, served the wrong God, didn't plan his family at all, messed up big time, and created a lot of excess baggage and left them for you to inherit, then you are in bad business. And, And there are times it is not just your immediate father, but your fathers from days of old have been taking wrong decisions. You see, Your fathers from days of old is what they call your tribe or where you come from. And you can imagine if your people started making mistakes about 700 years ago and all the fathers and the mothers were taking wrong decisions, making the wrong choices, serving the wrong gods, bringing in wrong spirits. Sometimes some of our relatives travel to other parts of the world and go and bring other gods and demons and add to the ones they have. In the Frafra, is something they say Oh, That means apart from the demons he has in his house He has gone to a far country To look for demons that were more dangerous than his And he has come to add them And by the time the, these demons mess them up and finish They die and go And you are now born into a certain time and period in your life When you have to inherit all the trouble that your fathers have left for you and yesterday we had a very gloomy picture because you, you you are in a situation now where you are asking yourself what shall i do and today i want to be showing you tonight some of the things we will do but tomorrow morning we will come here and pray about the what we should do because um, there are some of the things you cannot think a way out you can only pray your way out there are certain deliverances that can come only by prayer And the application of the word of God and an anointing on your life. And I'll be showing you that we'll be doing that tomorrow morning during the breakthrough hour. It is difficult to break through in life without breaking the yoke of your father's house. And God set that pattern in the Bible right from the beginning when he created man genesis two twenty four. therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and they twin shall become one flesh and it is thereafter that they begin to have dominion on the earth but the man must leave father and mother and if you don't understand what it means to leave father and mother you are going to have a big challenge in life you are going to you are going to have a big challenge in life and the leaving them very soon i will explain again that's not necessary it's not always That you will have to leave them physically because i assume that if the father and the mother are sick the bible will not say leave them but there are times when they are okay and you must leave and then live your own life and there are people who leave and then they move with their father's ideas so they have left but they haven't left what i mean is if your father believes in a petership and you leave but you go with application and your father believes in polygamy and you leave but you are also polygamous in your thinking and your father beats his wife up you have left but you to your wife her. then you have left but you haven't left when it talks about therefore shall a man leave his father it is talking more about living the ways of your father than just living biologically and geographically Because there is a way your father used to live his life and until you determine to live the opposite, you will never prosper. There is a way they lived. There is a way they did their things. So a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Now people, by the time you see something which was a command or a pattern God set for Adam, if it is repeated in the life of Abraham, then you can take it to bank it means that that thing is something if you don't watch you cannot prosper so in the area at the time that god made adam and eve he said therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh And then in the example of Abraham, the Bible said in Genesis chapter 12, from the verse number 1 to 3, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So I will bless you, I will make of you a great nation. He that blesses you are blessed, he that curses you are blessed. I will, bless. will curse, I will make of you a great nation in blessing. I'll bless you and multiply you. Before all that, he said, You must leave kindred and leave father's house get thee out of thy kindred and thy father's house so some of us the connection to the father's house is too strong and it will be very difficult for you to be blessed i know some people who walk about there, and they say when i die bury me in my hometown you are still hooked to your father's house listen to me this world we are walking around wherever we fall we remain there don't let them carry your corpse from one place to the other if you go and stay in a crowd for 20 years and die let them just bury you there bringing you here won't change anything if you live in bogatanga for 30 years and you have died where are we taking you here no that the place in which the tree falls let it be there let it be there oh take me to my hometown oh, take me to my hometown you see you must go and bury me where they buried my father and to do what so there are many believers their mind is not renewed mind is, some of you your your coffin your, your grave has been dark while you are alive no and i'm not joking there are people who have prepared their graves already no they prepared. maybe he and his wife are alive. they'll prepare it and say okay this is where i'll lie and this is where she will also lie and we are now waiting for who will go first and when one goes they say who will be the next who will be the next who will be the next to? Yes. Then father's house. huh? And so we are so connected that the, the connection is so strong, my father's house. And he said, get you out of that country, get out of your kindred and from your father's house onto a land that I will show you and then I began to think, why is it that many people do very well in places that they don't come from but where they come from they don't do well and it's a reality i have seen people in this church who look like they are hopeless they move to or akra or boom they prosper huh? and i'm like what happened what happened there is something about the father's house but it doesn't mean everybody geographically must run out of that land. But I tell you, it's a real hindrance. No, if I'm the same person standing and preaching, I'll tell you the truth. If I was in Accra or Kumasi preaching the same message, but now this whole room will be on fire. People will be on their feet. People will be screaming. Someone to jump out of the window. In my father's house, when you are preaching, they'll be staring at you like that. Your father's house. Or oh, you don't see what I'm saying. Some of you travel with me. You see, it is different. It's never the same because there is something in the atmosphere here around your father's house. We say you we saw the time you were born. That small boy get up today and say he's from church. And you all get up and go there. We knew him. Home. So it's better to go to a crowd where they didn't they didn't know you. And Norway when they didn't know you. Because in Norway you are Melchizedek. But over here, you are the son of Joseph. You understand what I'm saying? It is difficult your father's house. And some of you, the pastors I'm preaching to the village where you are preaching, the town where you are preaching, you come from there. And you are facing hindrance because they know your father's house down the road and there's somebody you are witnessing to and ten years ago your father bought tobacco from his father on credit and didn't pay and you are not you are not going to talk you are, are not going to talk to him about christ i tabuka to man the father's house so god told abraham if you want to prosper now i'm not teaching you this because by tomorrow everybody should be at STC. <laughs> somebody somebody will be at STC. another person will be at um, tamale and they say kai where are you going we are leaving the father's house we are leaving the father's house what i tell you is it's, is something you must arm yourself with and that means if you are operating in your father's house and you can even get 20 percent give yourself 90 you've done well it means if you were not in your father's house you could have done better so those of you who are in bogatanga and you have a bicycle you have done well ideally the witches should have killed you by now but the fact that you are alive means you've done well today i was talking to a man and he, he doesn't come to this church I know he doesn't talk tongues but he's raised his children very well and he told me something he said eastwood the fact that our children can grow up in this place go to school finish and just walk around normal like the way they are he said pastor it is the grace of god i never thought about it When we were the age of our children, our mothers used to hide us because of the witches. When you are even going to town, they say, "Hey!" When they send you, don't go. Show up now, obey. I was I was young and I used to be very big. They used to call me Babagba. Don't look down on me now. I was not like this from the beginning. In the beginning, it was not so. You look at me and say, "Oh, that langa langa man." In the beginning, it wasn't so. It's problems that have made me like this. <laughs> in the beginning i heavy heavy duty and my mother used to hide me so because they said this boy is so fine the witches will chew him you understand what i'm saying so you should thank god you are still alive especially those of you that are your fathers are where your village is just about 30 miles away from here or 20 miles away from here and you are still walking about and you look glorious like this I tell you the Lord is with you the number of things that have happened and God has delivered you from them you have no idea and if a man's foes shall be there of his own household then God has really protected you God has really kept you God has really blessed you God has really built a wall around you god has really shielded you that is why you are still sitting here the way you are sitting and you are still alive that's why you are still alive we take it for granted why will god tell abraham the father of faith that leave your kindred and your father's house before you can be blessed and look at you you have stayed in it and you are still blessed you have stayed in it and you are still alive it means you are strong Physically, and very soon i will show you that physically it looks like you are still in your father's house but what you don't understand is that physically you are still in your father's house but in the spirit you have been translated with christ and you are seated together in christ in heavenly places it looks like you are with them but you are not with them you are in the world but you are not of the world you look like them but you are not like them you see you look like them when they look at you you are one of them maybe you have the same tribal marks but you bear in your body the marks of Christ maybe you go to the same tap to drink the water from the well but you are drinking from a well which they don't have the well that they drink from they get thirsty again but you drink from the living waters and you drink from the living well from which if any man drinker he will never test that is the difference that is the difference uh, Errol, well my, you come from thalese area and you live among the Talises and, and look at how handsome you look it is the grace of god everybody shout it is the grace of god otherwise i don't see how you could have taken 10 steps forward in life i don't see how you could have slept so peacefully wake up and spend all the years you have lived in life somebody give a clap offering and a shout of victory to jesus thank you abraham get thee out of your country look at footballers they play local football uh, even the black stars don't call them when michael ACM was here nobody knew him he left liberty professionals or where was he went to chelsea went to all those romans by the time the man was in leon pool got to chelsea bang and his friends are still here they are both asian but the chelsea ACM will be different from there you understand People will be struggling here to get master's degree they will do it and fail do it and fail they get a the visa go to london after five years when they return they call them dr so-and-so huh? meanwhile it's the same brains they were using in tech the same brain they were using in acral but i tell you it's not the same but somebody say pastor this is my father's house how do i break the yoke of my father's house. Number one, don't steal your father's gods. Don't steal. <laughs> is so Some of you still have the talisman. You are born again and you still have the talisman from your father. Because they told you that the day you discard that talisman, you will die. And it will amaze you the number of believers who are sitting here and they still have things. oh yeah look at and and when they talk oh pastor but you see we you know i as a pastor i would deceive myself you know i can easily stand here and believe that my people don't carry talisman and when i read in the bible and i saw that jacob the god of abraham isaac and jacob jacob's wife had her father's god hidden under the furniture of a camel then i say hey if jacob's wife not jacob's friend who not jacob's member jacob's wife had an idol then if i deceive myself that some of my church members don't have idol i'll be fooling myself hey some of you looking at me nice nice like this with with the bible in your hand you have an idol in your house go and take it and throw it away some of you have it around your waist go and take it and throw it some of you have a necklace which is magic You are wearing some earring and you know that earring came from your mother and it's demonic. Because your mother was going to die and she told you, never throw this earring away. This is what will keep your husband around you. And you are still wearing that earring. Some of you have some small ring like that. It is still hanging around you. Some of you have some smelling smoke. Smoke. Smelling. Your great grandfather gave it to you. And told you, even if you will not wear it, just keep it. And wear it anytime you he- hear they have boaram. Wear it, otherwise the witches will kill you. So boaram, you wear this dancing. That smells like 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 like, like When you pass anywhere, they say, "Wana bukena." They're still carrying it. It's an idol. It's an idol. So I read the Bible and I saw that this man Jacob was running away from Laban, his father-in-law. And one of the members of his church, his own wife, Hmm. Genesis 31, verse 19, And Laban went to share his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the image, the images that were her father's. Verse 34, Now Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture and sat on them, and Laban searched all the tent, but found them not. And she said unto her father, Let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise up before thee, for the custom of women is upon me. That means she's in a menstrual cycle. And he searched, but found not the images. She took the images, she lied on top. That was Jacob's member. Now, people, your father's idols are the things he worships. Number two, they are the gods your father depended on. Number three, they are the gods that framed the ideas and the beliefs of your father. And number four, the cases of worshipping those idols follow you when you carry the idols. So anytime you carry the idol, number one, you are carrying the idols that your father worshipped. I'm trying to explain something. How many of you worship God here? You worship God. How How many of you are here because you worship God, God has given you ideas and wisdom. God has given you power. Okay. Now that means any ideas you have, any wisdom you have, any power you have, any blessing you have, it is the God that you serve that gave them to you. Correct, there are times you leave the idol there, but you go away with the ideas that the idol gave to your father. You leave the idol there, but you go away with the blessing that the idol gave to your father. You leave the idol, but you go away with the curses that the idols brought to your father. So there are many people who don't bow to the idol, but their wickedness is like the heart of their own father who used to bow down to the idols. In other words, you have not left the idol worship. Only that it is hiding under the furniture. The idols of Rachel were not open, but they were hiding. And there are many people with hidden idolatry. You can't see an idol in their life but if you examine them well you can see that they look like idol worshippers in their thinking and when you look at it ladies and gentlemen when you go to the environment of the idols permit me to preach to you a little bit when you go to the Id- environment of the idol worshippers you will smell something in the environment the whole environment smells and you wonder can the people smell but you shouldn't worry because the whole place smells blood and flour and water feathers of fowls goat skin the place smells the place is dirty because the culture of idol worship goes with death dirty environment and there are and you grow up in that environment so much that now you've gone away you don't worship the idols but the culture of being dirty has gone with you your environment smells you yourself you smell When they come into your room it smells like a cow manger. You've gone with your father's ideas. And then sometimes if you if you know your father that had some wild juju. He's going to build a house and kill a live fowl or took a life, a live goat or or cow and buried it under the house. If you know that is the way your father got his wealth, when it is time for you to grow up, tell yourself, I am leaving my father's kindred. I'm leaving my father's house. I'm going to believe my God to give me my own wealth. I refuse to inherit the habitations of idol worship and demons. And that's because I tell you, if you inherit wealth that is demonic, it will not last. A friend of mine was telling me today, he said, don't you see that some kind of man, They got wealth but when they gave it to their children all the wealth disappeared may you not inherit wealth that was obtained from idols may god give you your own wisdom to get your own wealth may you not depend on your father's wealth and i said to you in the name of jesus that God has blessed you and anointed you and given you wisdom. And you are not sitting there as a pathetic person waiting for your father to die and you inherit the habitations of corruption and idol worship. But you are waiting for God to bless you. And thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant. May God give you your own riches. May God give you your own wealth. May God give you your own favor. May God give you your own blessing. You will not inherit the habitations of wickedness and corruption. Come on, clap your hands and shout and praise God. Thank you. The time has come for you to be able to look at your daddy in the face and say, dad, thank you for this house. But give it to any other of the children who believe in your beliefs i want to trust god because i tell you you inherit that wealth you inherit the curse. and here is rachel stole the idols and put them under the furniture huh the other thing so so when you want to come out of your fathers you want to break the yoke of your father's house Don't steal your father's gods. Number two, pray the prayer of separation. I like it in Ruth chapter 1, the verse number 16 to 18. Ruth 1, 16 to 18. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. Or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest I will go. And without thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And thy God shall be my God. For where thou diest there I will die. And there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also. If aught but death pass me and thee. And when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her. Then she left speaking unto her. In other words, Ruth had broken away from her father's house. With her confessions. With a, with a word I said with a word with a word with a word she saw a spiritual connection and with the spiritual connection she broke the biological connection huh? some of you the biological connections you have are too strong and you will have to open your mouth and tell God Lord I have decided Jesus said I am going to my God and to your God and to my father and to your father the day you get born again something changes in your life God becomes your father instead of your biological father that biological father is there you will honor him you respect him but you don't live on his wisdom if I'm facing challenges and crisis now I don't take a phone and call my father in the village what he may tell me may be my end because in terms of the new world in which I find myself I know more than he knows I know the bible more than he does you you understand what I'm saying some of you are married in the 21st century anytime you have a problem you talk to your mother who was married in the 18th century or 17th century Oh Daddy and my, my mommy, mommy, my husband is always behind a the computer. Then your mother, who was born in 1926, says, Compu, what? Compu, babe. Oh, and isn't is a computer, you, Oh, computer. Oh, Compu. Married in 2006. Discussing your marital problem with your mother, who was born in 1926, and retired from marriage in 1980. When today the whole world has changed. And the whole world is scientific, the, I'm not saying there's no wisdom you can't receive from old people. The wisdom you can receive is there. But ladies and gentlemen, you don't build your life like that. Now you're a believer. If your father is born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, reading and is abreast, and your mother is the same, you can depend on them for counsel. But if the last time they prayed to God was 30 years ago, and the last time they read a the newspaper, was when God in back. Was alive, you will be killing you and, and that is where they say you come and say, Oh, mommy, my husband has not eaten my food for two days. She say, Hey, or do you have a baby? Or do you wife a baby? In our days, that was it. If your husband doesn't eat your food for two days, it means that some woman has passed somewhere with it. Obia done in And then they tell you the housemaid has put something in the food. Those are the stories they can tell you, but in the morning day we know that the man maybe he hasn't eaten the food because Because. your salt content when you got confused you put in too much salt that one alone can let somebody stop he refused to eat some food and he may not talk or it may be something more than that you understand what i'm saying so you want to make sure that you make a confession that have decided that god is my god god is my father i have decided that that confession is important and when you get born again and come into the kingdom i will show you that the confessions of the mouth are very very paramount to your success so pray the prayer of separation lord in the name of jesus i pray this prayer that my citizenship is from heaven from whence also i look for the lord jesus i confess that heavenly father you are my father my earthly father i will honor i will love him but god i depend on you for my wisdom i depend on you for my strength i depend on you for my counsel and I confess that the church is my home, the church is my house the household of faith is my house, this house is more important to me than my biological house where I come from senior Sunday is more of my brother than a brother from which I came from the same womb, if I am serving God with brother Sunday and Sunday is born again filled with the Holy Ghost, he's my brother, if my own brother who comes from the same womb with me is now in the occult And doing transcendental meditation My spirit doesn't know him My mind does not know him This one in Christ is my brother And may God give you the power To renew your mind And to understand that your life has changed Your life has changed Your life has changed Oh daddy I miss my hometown Which one? oh daddy 6 years now i haven't gone to my hometown which one and some of you there's nothing to go to there the, the house collapsed when your great grandfather was alive your father never stayed there he went and stayed in bekwai but he only told you that you come from a chebi somewhere and every day you are holding torchlight walking about in chebi I'm looking for the foundations of my father's house, but by now you should have been assimilated into Kumasi. There are times in life where you have the blessing to be in your hometown, like some of us are, but there are times also God will choose to resettle you for strategic reasons. And I have seen people who force her ah, that they must go back to their father's house, and when they go after three years, they are dead. I have seen people even in this church, they were doing very well here quietly, their life was going on well until they decided they want to go somewhere. So they go, Pastor, I want to go near home, Pastor. I see, I want to go near my people, Pastor. I see, this is my, my mother's knees are old, and I want to go so that I can help to support her. If they're walking, still go and support her. And some of them have gone and within a short time i've gone down south and they are phoning pastor food to eat is becoming a problem pastor challenges the other day i went down one lady wrote me a letter one of our former members wrote a letter daddy help me i will die i have come to my own people they've neglected me i don't have a place to sleep i don't have food to eat pastor i don't have clothing to wear and in the night i feel cold I read the letter. Tears gathered in my eyes. This woman thought she had gone to her own relatives. But she went there and met some kind of hatred and some kind of cruelty. Which she didn't use to receive when she was up here. May God give you wisdom and direct your steps. Sometimes it's good for you to stay where you come from. Sometimes it's good for you to be in your father's house. Physically. But whichever way. Mentally and spiritually you must depart as for physically sometimes you may not depart but mentally and spiritually always you must depart if you are an ashanti you cannot afford to think ashanti if you are a Frafra, you cannot afford to think Frafra. if you are ever you cannot afford to think ever if you are british you cannot afford to think british if you are american you cannot afford to think american it is too dangerous I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service and be not conformed with this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind may God give you a heavenly mind and not a tribal mind may God give you a heavenly mind and not a family mind may God give you a heavenly mind and not a racial mind I command all the barriers in your mind that between you and kingdom thinking and kingdom philosophy i command all the barriers to come down in the name of the lord jesus come and shout yes sometimes they they come to you and they tell you look at him trying to behave like a white man you are just like us we all come from here no i don't come from there my citizenship is from heaven from whence also i look for the lord no the other day some people came here. oh they are trying to do some kind of architecture here and that architecture we will take the soil from the ground and then we will mix it to some coal tar and do some things because in our environment here that is what. said hey! hey the day they start using that material to build in east legon we also start here but if they are not using that one to build in east legon and trasaco valley we are not going backwards we have been said we are broke what they used to build there, we used to build here. What they used to build in Hollywood we also use it to build here. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? May God send your life forward and never permit anybody to get the benefit and the advantage to take you backwards. I remember the words of Paul, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has set you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Come and clap your hands and shout, yes. your father's house. We must learn to identify with the household of faith. You see, the prayer of separation, the next thing we are looking at, we are looking at, which I have implied already, is identifying with the household of faith. So Jesus was preaching and teaching and the Bible said in Matthew 12, the verse number 46 to 50, Matthew 12, 46 to 50, the Bible said, and while Jesus yet talked, to the people the Bible said that his mother and his brethren I don't like this word it disturbs me stood without desiring to speak with him then one said unto him behold thy mother and thy brethren stand without so this mother and brethren are not in the building but they stand without desiring to speak unto you but he answered and told them and said who is my mother and who are my brethren And he stretched forth his hand towards the disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren, and whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Why not father? Look in that text. There's no father. And that is because from the time that Jesus was born, God made sure that there was no earthly father element there to disturb the thing. So he was carrying the womb of a woman, but the man didn't touch the woman to confuse anything. Over here, the people that were looking for him, we are not told that your father and your mother and your brothers want to see you. He said, the father, I don't know whether Joseph was dead by this time. Or maybe jesus so concentrated on his relationship with his god the father that joseph decided to leave him alone maybe he told joseph you know joseph you never slept with my mother to give birth to me and i just want to tell you i come from heaven i'm not from the earth so Auntie, and how how about me don't disturb yourself about i am not of this world so i think joseph advised himself but mothers sometimes can be stubborn for some time and brothers and sisters can hang around for some time so they continue to pester and remember at the at, at the wedding feast of canaan when mary came and said um, the, the wine is finished jesus said woman he didn't say mother woman he hung on the cross and looked at john and mary and said woman behold thy son and son behold thy mother you look at the life of jesus and you saw you will see that there is not too much emphasis of my mother my father my brother my sister chose 12 disciples and there was no brother of his among them it was when he died and then went into heaven then James started believing but while he was on earth his own brothers chose not to believe in him and if you are sitting here waiting for your brothers and sisters to believe in you and behave like that it will amaze you that if a bomb is falling here I have my brothers and sisters who are in this building right now that I'm speaking. But if a bomb is falling here now, you'll be shocked. My brothers and my sisters here, don't tell them I said it. All. They are here, but don't tell them I said it. All. My brothers and my sisters will vanish from the window. And it may be seen as Sunday who will be protecting me to die for me. It will shock you. It will shock you that your wife loves you more than your sister. And your husband loves you more than your own father. So if you are in that marriage and you and your father have a small problem you and your husband have a small problem i will tell my father i will tell my father i will tell my father, tell my father. Which, one? which one So you have been born again for years you have married you produce three children but you are still daddy's girl Huh And there are certain men too they and their wife get the slightest problem they take a phone Hello, Mama. Me 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 Magi, me nim baby, I'm going to find free. I'm going to free government. I'm going to find some. i free. You understand what I'm talking? But I want you to do this and say, "This is our house." Come on, say it again. This is our house. Now you see. I must be able to accept Solomon. I tell you, you see, if I'm really born again, I must be able to accept solo at the same level as I accept my own brother, biological brother Alex. That shows that you now know what Christianity is all about. It, show, it shows you've reached there. You know what? Several years ago, I had a problem in my house. I had two of my sisters living in my house with two of our spiritual daughters from the church. And there was a class. Huh? some some class like that my sister's ganged up against my daughters Bam! and I call my two sisters I say hey get out of this house I went and rented a house for them put their bag in their hand oh yeah people say ah! he drove away his own sisters and left strangers they are not strangers i told my sisters i said you know what these daughters who stayed with me they became my daughters by church they got born again i myself chose them and said come to my house and you are my daughters but you i didn't choose you your father brought you upon me your father me i was sitting my son well. they gave birth to me second born and i was sitting and my father and my mother entered the room and i don't know what they did there only that when they came out we saw something coming with them that is how you came into the world I am responsible for what I choose. I am not responsible for what was given to me. Remember that forever. My wife. I am responsible for my wife. But sisters and brothers. It's not my responsibility. And that is what you must remember. Many of us are married. And this simple equation cannot sit in our spirit hey if you touch my sister if you touch my brother you will see what i'll do to you which one which one is your brother and which one is your sister now don't get worried about the things i'm saying i'm a revolutionary i have my own way of thinking which of course comes from the bible i don't see in the bible men in the bible who are dragging their sisters and their brothers throughout the scriptures and their fathers they are people of destiny And when God calls them, that one thing he may permit them to have is a wife. And when God gives them children, the man moves with his wife and his children. I don't see him gather all the rest from his father and drag them along. But the thing God does is that if the brothers and the sisters, all of them, decide to worship God, then God blesses them individually and every one of them becomes great. And I pray that instead of you electing yourself, to be responsible for your brothers and your sister's future may the lord give you the wisdom to understand that you must entrust them to god and just as god helps you god can help them also to become the people that god wants them to be i pray that god will bless your father and bless your mother and bless your brothers and your sisters and you do that to carry all that as if you created it huh sounds radical but you must begin to understand that this is your house household that is why all of us here me and all of you here we decided to build this house when most of us didn't have a house of our own because this is a home if i had built a house for myself even if it's a 10 bedroom house how many people can be there at the same time but when we build this Look at the thousands who are in the house. May God give I love it here. Look at what he told Abraham. Look at what he told. Look at look at what he told Abraham. Look at what he told Abraham. Abraham, you are so small. Abraham, you are tiny. Abraham, you are little. Abraham, you are like a decimal point. Abraham, you are too small here in your father's house. Leave your father's house. Get out of here. And I will make you a great nation. Ladies and gentlemen, if your mind can go beyond father and mother and brothers and sisters, I see you become a great company. I see you become a great nation. I see you become a great people my mind should be able to understand that Archie is my son but when I call my Ruby my son I mean it at the same level and when your mind goes beyond that look at the number of people who call you daddy and the number of people who calls you mommy and the number of people who call you their father and their mother your life is far more blessed than the way you think and when you start thinking tribal and start thinking family and where you come from and start thinking my brother my sister this is my father and this is my mother and this one is my uncle and this one is not when you start selecting like that you make your life very little and very small may the lord give you wisdom and and make and revolutionize your mind come on clap your hands and shout and praise god thank you hallelujah boom then The revelation of the fatherhood of God the revelation of the fatherhood of God Matthew chapter 23 verse 9 the revelation of the fatherhood of God oh yeah 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 there is no way you can break through and break the yoke of um, your father's house without understanding the revelation of the fatherhood of God Matthew 23 Verse nine. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father who is in heaven. Everybody say, call no man your father Amen. upon the earth. That's very important. It doesn't mean when you see your father say, hey, but our what? No. It doesn't mean that. What he's saying is that. Don't call him father to the point where you depend on him for your life. You'll be making a mistake. He said for one is your father and he is in heaven. So your understanding of the fatherhood of God, your revelation of the fatherhood of God is important. That means if you have a problem, talk to God. If you have a challenge, talk to God. So you see, what you would have taken to go and tell your biological father, take it and go and talk to God about it and there are many of us who don't relate to god like that we don't depend on him for our supply we don't depend on him to bless us if you want a house ask god if you want a car ask god if you want a blessing ask god he said for which of you those of you that are evil you know how to give bread to your children and give egg to your children and give fish to your children and he said and if you who are evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more will your heavenly father give to you when you ask him I pray that God will be your father in thee. When Jesus said, when you pray, say, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. When Jesus said it, oh, it was not just a prayer. It was a promise. That if you pray to your father, he will give you your daily bread. I pray that the heavenly father I know that my biological father Julius, he loves me a lot. When he was young, he used to give me food to eat. But something caught up with him called age. And right now, even if he loves me and wants to feed me, he cannot work. Because he's an earthly father who is subject to the laws of nature. And when he's old, he cannot feed me. So if I put my trust in a man who can grow old, and if my children put their trust in a man like me who can grow old, then their future is limited. But if they, are, they can put their hope in the heavenly father who changes not. one who age can never catch up with i pray that from today your faith will not be in a husband a wife a son a daughter a biological father but may your faith be in almighty god may the lord strengthen your relationship with the heavenly father i need the heavenly father that according needs the heavenly father my son archie needs the heavenly father That means in all generations we need the heavenly father. May we stop looking at the way and see the destination. May we stop looking at the avenue and the means and see the ultimate. God is the ultimate. God is the destination. He is the highest. May you come to the place of revelation where you can relate to your heavenly father deeper than you relate to your earthly father. May your trust in God be absolute. May God whenever you discover a stronger relationship, that stronger relationship will break the weaker ones. If I discover Mama Rosemont, and my love for God is very strong, that relationship will break other relationships. Before I married her, there were many ladies who were my friends. We could talk, converse. They had my time i had their time when i decided to marry this one those other ones if they get two minutes it's a miracle because we will talk five times a day and we will hang on the phone for a long long time oh i tell you the truth ladies and gentlemen if your connection with i you you know pastor oh pastor pastor i'm trying to leave my hometown and it's not working it is because you have not connected to heaven yet Oh, I'm trying to pull out of this thing called my father's house, and it's not working. It's because the relationship between you and the Heavenly Father is so strong, you can be so connected to God that other relationship will just collapse. May the Lord bring you to a place of new relationship, absolute trust, and faith in God. I asked the Lord a question. I said, How do we break? the yoke of the father's house he says son the most important key is understanding and receiving the revelation of the heavenly father even for those of you that are in ministry oh brother isu is my father and i have a need in the ministry brother isu is my spiritual father he should help me don't depend on a spiritual father depend on the heavenly father and i pray that today the heavenly father will take over in your life God told me he said son until one has a revelation of the heavenly father the yoke of his father's house can never be broken i said my god how do i preach this they know this already he said they know it but they don't know it they know it but they don't understand it they understand it but they don't have the revelation and I pray that God will enlighten your eyes open your spirit and give you that understanding and illumination illumination Receive in the name of Jesus the special ability to relate to the Heavenly Father as your father and as your God come and clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours next one to break that yoke step or let me say strengthen your god-given relationships strengthen your god-given relationships therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh look at me prof can i use you for an example Hey, this is my father. I chose him because he's a Nabrahman. Or Adnab, Woman Adnapsibilli. Baba. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And the twin shall become one flesh. just stand this way face me. So the man has left. But Prof, just stand around and stretch out as if you are trying to pull me back. And Pearl, you hold on to me very lightly. Now, therefore, shall a man leave his father and his wife and mother. And he didn't say hang around his wife. If you hang around her and you don't cleave, now I'm hanging around. So, prof, pull it. Pull. She's standing there alone. But come. Hold me tight. Prof. Pull. You can Mm -mm. so divorce it happened because you didn't cleave your family confused your mind and you don't like your wife or your husband anymore it happened because you didn't cleave if you cleave well enough they can never take you back you're, but you must always understand that your father's house is always lurking around trying to take you back, and that is why sometimes after you are born again and you are married, oh, you receive all kinds of reports. Your father's house will bring you that report, your father's house will bring you that. And there are people I know in marriages who every month they travel to their father's house to solve a problem. Something over there will come. and ladies and gentlemen, this thing I'm talking. I know some of you think I'm talking to just maybe people like Magruvin etc. It will amaze you that people of that this age can even be there and the father's house will be chasing them. It doesn't leave you even when you are dead they want your corpse. Ah! I remember when we lost my my my, my, my mother-in-law. We had never seen them. When my mother-in-law fell Him, they descended from the mountain. From the Kwewu hills. I saw them eat him i said hey who are you they said we have come to take our audition i said which one they say your mother i said but we na- i told my wife I- but we've never seen them before she said but they've not appeared <laughs> may the lord give you the power to break loose but the only way you can break loose people the other way you can break loose is to make sure that any giving relationship so you see ladies and gentlemen my relationship with the church must be tight must have a strong bond with the ministry because it's a relationship god has given to me so if the window here is spoiled i will repair the window before i repair a window in my father's house that is how some people say i look at that man he's useless he has built this shiny thing here and when you go to his village there's nothing there i am not a villager i'm a heavenly you understand what i'm talking about god didn't call me for my village he called me for heaven he called me for the kingdom he called me for the kingdom of god oh look at the thing he's doing in bogatanga and his own village oh no bogatanga is a place god called me to out of my village i was born there when i didn't even know i would come from there may you take responsibility for what you chose and not for what was given to you i gave you that wisdom And clap your hands and put it in your spirit. Just put it in your spirit. Put that in your spirit. And I want somebody to shout the shout of victory. And glorify God. Come on, thank you. The other thing is, if you want to break that yoke of your father's house, you must understand the mystery of stewardship. First Corinthians 4, 1 and 2 says, let no, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of christ and stewards of the mysteries of god moreover it is required of stewards that a man be found faithful everybody say i'm a steward come on shout it shout it wonderful i'm not saying neglect your father and your mother i have a place for that I have a place for honor your father, your mother. So every month, I bless him monthly, just like a blessed church. But I have an understanding that anything God gives to me is not my own. I'm a steward. Ladies and gentlemen, you are a steward. You see, if what you had belonged to you, let, let me give you an example. Mr. golo come and then you. Let's assume that Mr. Golo is my No Joe, Joe is my biological son You see we are both very tall like this And I'm holding this I must understand that this thing is not mine I am a steward and God gave it to me Joe is my biological son He said daddy give it to me And then Flash is my spiritual son And he says daddy give it to me Or let me assume that Flash is a stranger I don't even know him And he says give it to me i'm holding this and i'm a steward of god it means i must pray to god god in the name of jesus my son wants it and the stranger wants it who should i give it to and god may say give it to the stranger instead of your son because your son has had enough but most of us we don't even ask god this one is my brother this one is a stranger so as soon as they ask you you don't even pray because you don't know you are a steward you just give it to your brother because you are operating in the flesh May God help you to be spiritual. Bring us to the place where we understand that we are stewards of God. Oh, Common sense is, if God has blessed you a little, build a house for your wife and your children. Build a house for your wife and your children first. Let them stay in the house. Let them enjoy the sweat of your brows. But the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So here you are you have a little money in your hand and then you decide that no we as fountain gate church we have decided that god has made us stewards in bogatanga and we want to concentrate on the kingdom of god first we want to build god's house do god's house nicely and finish before we do our work that is kingdom mindedness and that is why jesus said when you pray say our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven he said your kingdom come your will be done may god make you kingdom minded may you be a kingdom minded person now you are saying oh I want to build my house I want to build my house when I finish my house then I can help the church hey baby you may build that house and you are dead tomorrow and you cannot stay in that house or you may build that house and there is an earthquake and you have no house or you may build that house and tomorrow the whole world has ended and your only reward that will go with you into heaven is the thing that you did for the kingdom of God may God help you to understand that your life does not belong to you your money doesn't belong to you your energy does not belong to you your wisdom does not belong to you until you become kingdom-minded you can never break the yoke of your father's house that father's house thing will trouble you forever until you become kingdom-minded and understand that you are a steward and finally you break that yoke of bondage spiritually use the word and the power of the spirit the bible said in Isaiah 10 27 and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing May God bring an anointing upon your life That will break the yoke. There is a yoke that wants to make you a slave. There is a yoke. Yesterday, I gave you the signs, the symptoms of being in your father's house. And one of the things I said is that you'll be hated. The other thing I said is that you'll be slave. You will work for your father's house. And you will never be able to work for yourself and for the kingdom of God. You'll be a slave the rest of your life. And I told you the other thing is that opportunities that are due you, you will be denied the opportunities. I also said, if you're in your father's house, one of the setbacks is that any honor that is due to you, they will deny you the honor. And tonight I'm praying a prayer that by the anointing on your life, by virtue of the anointing, may every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. And tonight I say, receive that anointing in the mighty name of Jesus and by the anointing may every yoke be destroyed to the glory of god the father in the most holy name of jesus come and stand to your feet in the name of jesus and i want you to lift up your hand and tonight all i want you to do is to pray and ask god father release an anointing upon my life by the anointing let every yoke of my father's house break in the name of jesus come on, pray listen look at me look at me when i was preparing this evening and mind you tonight i decided i wasn't preaching because of the confusion of yesterday mommy told me to preach i said no i won't preach because i'm tired and i don't want to die behind a pulpit with people who are not serious with themselves pastor mike said daddy try i said never Vero came to me, begged me, and she sended her the notes to type. I said, "Vero, no, I'm not preaching. I'm too tired. I've been preaching for about 20 weeks, and I don't want to carry a tired body and go and preach to people who are not serious." But then this evening, I don't know who told me. He said the pastors have started arriving. I said, "From where?" Pastor Solo told me. He said, "Some of the people from Wa have come already." And I said, "Well, if some people have travelled from afar," And they have come to be blessed let me not allow the people from my father's house to prevent me from blessing those who have come from afar to come and listen and for all you know maybe everything they will hear tonight maybe what they are carrying away from the conference but you see when i was writing my notes this evening some of the real points I was writing that for breaking that yoke. I was afraid of them. I refused not to put them on paper because they would cause confusion. But some of you who have individual cases, you can see us for counseling. Because you see, I received this conviction from London that this father's house thing is a problem. It's a big problem. And mind you those of you who have children like prof i'm not saying your people should start but bi- your children should start binding you that you are the father's house but i'm sure the father's house though you have children and soon to have grandchildren that father's house thing will be affecting you because every one of us we come from somewhere no matter how old or how young you are father's house will be present and i wrote some of the things that we should do practically you see everything i've done here so far is spiritual but practically i wrote them down, i cancelled them because they were too radical but i'm telling you if you want to deal with your father's house and you want to be a nice person gentleman go to the village and you are rushing from house to house oh how are you all how are you all oh and they bring you ten granules in your hand, then collect them and start eating. And then you go and some some elderly man is sitting there. Oh, now, Oh, fine. 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 You go about and keep roaming about like that. If you want to live long, Udu Villager, be serious. No way munakakra. The witches are like, ah, has he seen us or what? The way the man behaves, has seen us Good morning, Uncle. Do you see the way Rawlings used to greet the chiefs when Rawlings was the president? I said, that's right. So to that. This man no witch can kill him. The way Nenagessasunakai came out in Imakazi Zoro. This is how to walk in your village. When you go to your village and you're like, oh, mad and laugh. Mad, that is how they will chew you like a fowl. So you know what Jesus said? I send you a sheep among wolves. On your way, salute no man. That is not the time to be nice. Sometimes if you see me in Boga and see me in Accra, you will wonder, is it the same man? Because when I'm down, I can be very, very nice. Very, very. When I come here, I know what I'm dealing with. Jack, I know us and I know me. We are all here. You understand? Go to the village, just go to the market and they are playing gulu. And the guru have nothing to do with you. Ngugulu-gung, 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 ngugulu-gung. Then show man has come from town. God has just given you some small money, just on five million. You don't know what to do with it. And then you remove money. Very soon they'll carry you in a, in a casket or mat. And they'll be making the Are sitting down and your brothers and sisters are coming left and right, left and right, left and right. And you hear one of your uncles has hernia. Then he said they should bring him. You treat him. One has got CSM. He said they should bring him. And they come to your house. Some of your relatives have come to do hernia operation. They are lying in your hall. Two of them at CSM. They are lying somewhere else. One of them has cocoa. He to his lying here. And you hear all of them bring them to your house, lay them as if you have become a clinic. When they recover, you will be the first one to pounce on. So the Bible says, do not cast your pearls to swine and don't give that which is holy to dogs, lest they trample them underfoot, the and after that they turn around and tear you up. You must be careful what you are dealing with. You are walking in love, but your eyes are open. I wrote that. I wrote down some of the notes i cancelled them i said these are too radical these are too radical we all know the stories of people who are trying to die and when they realize they're going to die they look for young people and exchange their life with them i can never forget the shock of my life when i was sitting in my house here in bogatanga and somebody came to me and said reverend i need prayers i said why this is life here And I'm not telling you a story. It happened. My wife knows the story. said, Reverend, pray for me. I'm going to die. My life is going. And then the person said, you see that man who died a few weeks ago on that bridge on the way to Winkogo. I said, yes. And the car, the pickup fell and the person died. I said, yes. said, I should have died. But when I went to the fetish, they exchanged my life for that man's life. I, I should have died over there. There are times some, some people are sick in this town and our church members, the blind ones, they will come to me. Daddy! Somebody sick. We believe if you lay hands on him, he will be well. I say, well, zoom. you are blind. You think I'm like you. You think I'm walking about with power of God behaving like I'm a one The power of the Holy Ghost is not one power. You don't walk with it by heart. Can I yell the power of the Holy Ghost as if you are a magician? Say, Come and challenge, and you get up and go. No, no, no. They don't deal with the power of the power of God. You know the way the Bible calls it, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The Bible says, Lay hands on no man suddenly. Lay none of hands is not for the hidden. We lay hands on the church to be healed. When unbelievers are sick, we say they should be healed. And when they believe, they are healed. But as for our holy hands, we lay them on the holy saints of God. Don't walk about with these holy hands just touching anybody. And Naaman went to Elisha and said, I thought he would come and put his hand on the leper. He said, no, I don't put my hand on Syrian healing. Go and dip yourself in the river Jordan. Unbelievers, we point them to the healing. The children of God, we lay hands on them for the healing. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. And here you are a believer walking about in town sometimes you just go to the... the other day they took our youth and said they were taking them to the hospital to go and lay hands on sick i told mommy i said tell them they shouldn't carry my children to the hospital because the youth leaders and said they don't know any better you don't carry youth arbitrarily and release them to people in the hospital some of whom have slept with people's wives and a case has fallen on them and they are lying there some of them are witches who their own sins have brought things against them and they are lying there looking for young people to exchange their spirits with and you take my young people there and they too don't know anything, they go and stand there in the name of Jesus in the name, and witches, witches will just be laughing at them am I talking to anybody at all the world in which we are is it's not a very nice world so I will advise you, don't be too nice if you want to live long Don't be too nice. Don't be too nice. And that is why you mark me and watch it. All healing evangelists who stayed in small villages and towns and they were laying hands on almost everybody, they never lived long. And that is why sometimes when you come to a church like this, everybody who comes, they say, we want pastor himself to lay hands on us. We want pastor himself to pray for us. I say, you don't know. You are dealing with an old crow. I know what I'm I'm about. I am not just one of the kingdom boys. I've been around for long. My face is baby face, but my spirit is iron. You understand? Come and stand here. Hey, pastor, there is somebody who we are bringing him. I say, I bring And there are times when people come, we want to see pastor. And I tell pastor Mike, tell this particular one, I won't see the person. And sometimes he comes to me and I'm angry with the person. And I say, pastor Mike, and, and now he knows it. If I tell him I won't see somebody, pastor Mike makes sure the ball doesn't get to me. Because I know what to see and what not to see. Elijah didn't see everything. Some of it sent Gehazi. Pastors, are you listening to me? You are in a small town and we want you to live long. I want to come and visit you when you are 90 years old and 80 years old and 100 years old don't die early and if you want to live long and not die early man you must be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove oh how many of you understood pastor tonight lift up your hand and i want you to pray and tomorrow morning we'll be here laying hands on people to break the yoke of your father's house i'm praying that i will receive mother parsley early leave her in a room and come back here and join the prayer because i want to be here for the prayer especially with the pastors pastors you you, you understand what i'm saying we must break something